Going on, nothing brother. Much, nothing much. It's you know what? It, it's 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 cool to finally talk to you, like and see a face and do this interaction thing, man. Instead of just typing. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I mean? Always gotta put a face and name. Hundred percent. Uh-huh. Welcome to the welcome to the A1 podcast. It's your host Asif Ali. I'm here joined by San Jose linebackers coach, Illinois Westlane alumni, SJCC alumni, and semi-pro linebacker and semi-pro national champion, Jesus Carvajal. Jesus, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing fantastic, man. One minor correction: Iowa Wesleyan University. Iowa. There's a lot of Wesleyans, and yeah, there's a lot of them, and I, they get mixed up all the time. I hear Idaho all the time too, so no big deal. The only reason, the only reason I thought Illinois, because I used to live in Chicago. That's why I played my last time I pro. Uh, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know that we talked about that. The Chicago uh-huh. guy. We've yeah, had a few so. talks about our semi-pro days in the Midwest and how there's some big dogs over there. There be and some I big dogs. A, a lot of them. A lot of them would definitely last against the California talent out here as well. I agree with you know, that. A lot of respect for those ballers over there. I agree with that, you know, but they always talk a lot of shit, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's always, it always seems to be those receivers, too, that be running their mouth. It don't matter where they're from, what state they're from, man. 100%. How you doing, brother? I mean, how's, how's, I mean, you had your gender reveal on Sunday, right? I mean, you're having twins? Is oh, that right? Man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have twins. Just found out there's two boys on the way, and... You know, honestly, at first, this was my, that was my last choice. I, I wanted a boy and a girl, you know, just, you know, I love having my, my daughter already. She's just a little blessing to me. So I'm like, uh, you know, maybe another girl would be nice. And then I was like, you know, call me crazy. Maybe two more girls would be, you know, be cool. And I'll be a girl dad. But you now, now that I realize, you know, I have uh, some little boys now that my daughter can roughen up a little bit, but also keep in line as they grow. And then when they get big enough, they're going to protect her and help me do it when I get older. So, you know, I, I'm, I, my family is just perfect right now. I love it. I can only imagine, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I was funny because uh, obviously yesterday's guest was Lofa. He was talking about currently, uh-huh. like, you know, being a parent, like e-learning, how he's like doing that with a six, nine-year-old. And I'm like, and then, I mean, I think, I think you and I are the same age. We're both 30, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm 30. Pretty. I'm not married. I, I don't have any kids, so I don't have to experience those pain points. So I guess obviously with you, you, I mean, you've probably been e-learning your 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 uh, your daughter, right? Yeah, currently, mm-hmm. right? And then yes. now you have two more twins to take care of. <laughs> so you're a lot better. Oh man, oh yeah, it's gonna be football <laughs> and kids on the side. I'll be drawing a game plan. I'll have one on my lap pretty soon. Oh my gosh, no! And then follow, follow. Hopefully, follow your. Uh, hopefully, follow in their in, in their father's footsteps, right? If you know if they're. If they catch the interest like I did, then I'll, you know, definitely teach them everything that, you know, they want to know. And, you know, if it becomes something that they love and they want to do it, then all right, you know, it's going to be a little less fun. It's going to be hard work at first, but then you're going to see how fun it is later on when you're successful with it. So if they're about it, then, you know, we'll do it. 100%. You know, it's all about willpower. It's all about termination. You know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You, 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 you drive your own success. Mm -hmm. So. That's uh, that's I totally resonate with that. Let's talk about your early early years, right? You obviously you're you're a South Bay native, right? You went to I think you went to high school in San Jose, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, I did. Uh, Evergreen Valley over on the east foothills of San Jose. Evergreen Valley, okay. Do you know Anthony uh, Alexander? Graduated class of 08. Oh wait, yes. And do you know Anthony Alexander by chance? That's my guy, man. Oh my that's gosh. That's my guy. 
ask him about I it. I grew up with him. I, I played <laughs> I played youth ball with him. Uh, I know he played West Valley with you. Yeah. I remember in high school, man, that guy was a pretty good cornerback. He picked he's, dudes up and slammed them on the ground. And I'm oh man, I want to be like that. <laughs> man, he's actually one of the so. first people for first friends I ever made when I when I when I joined West Valley no not after SJCC, because I think I told you about it. I walked on SJC Spring Ball. I left before the season started, and then I went to West Valley in 09. And then, uh -huh. and then, and then, the reason I left was because Coach Dub ended up leaving for Fresno State, right? Yeah. And then, uh -huh. obviously, I went there, and now Coach of San Jose State College. When we're gonna get this a bit, which was my college coach, Coach Wink, is now the, who's the current head coach of San Jose SJC. Uh, your 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 head coach, right? Uh, he basically, yes, sir, you know, kind of. I went over there, and Coach Tarver, who went to Foothill High. I basically had just kind of talked to Coach Wink about it, and uh, you know, it was it just the stars aligned, you know. And then the first day, first day of training camp, I, I went to go see Anthony, and uh, I've had to try out, you know. And I was, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to make the final cut, um, uh -huh. you know, because they saw my effort. You know, I wasn't like a naturally gifted athlete. You know, I mean, I was more like kind of like effort and then special teams, and you know, that's that's how I kind of scouted you. Me and you both, brother. Me and you both. Well, exactly. You know what I mean? And so, mm -hmm. and 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 Anthony was one of my best friends on that team. So I mean, I mean, it's really mm -hmm. cool. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go to West Valley if you lived in, if you grew up in Southside San Jose or East Side. Well, Southside, I grew up on the East Side. Uh, east yeah. Side, yeah. Um, you know, I was planning. I didn't really know what I was going to do out of high school. I took a whole year off out of high school. I didn't really have, you know, a plan yet. And, you know, just talking to my buddies, I miss football. And I was planning on going to De Anza. De Anza, that was the name that everyone always kept bringing up. So I wasn't really familiar with San Jose City's program or West Valley's program. Um, so that that summer oh nine you know i just barely missed you because i didn't go to city until uh, august when the preseason started i was pretty late um i was set on going to deanza so i was training for all that and then a buddy of mine he played at san jose city in 2008 he said hey just you know go play a city you, you know just they weren't as successful the year before uh but you know who knows what happened so i went over there and did my thing over there and i ended up joining a team of bunch of dogs man a bunch of guys that just knew they were man they were just there was just so much like pride at san jose city especially in those two years that i've seen you know oh nine i was just a little freshman not even recruited yeah walked on over there and i remember first game we would we would just gather up and i had this one linebacker i really looked up to my guy john horner uh dude from the hawaiian islands and yeah. he would just have the best pre-game speeches every night every friday night and, you know, it, all, it was all about just the one message was protect the jungle. And, you know, so there was an environment, there was a culture there, and it was so easy to buy in and just be motivated to, to play over there. And, you know, just being over there, man, was a, was a great experience. It made me who I was as a player. I learned so much over there. Yeah. And I mean, no disrespect because DeAnza, DeAnza was a great program. I remember in 09, they actually won, won the Bay Conference and uh, Coach Atencio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Coach Atencio has reputation. I actually, but kind of like you, I was actually debating in 08, do I want to walk on to De Anza, you know, in summer? And the coach Tencio said, well, did you play in high school? I'm like, I did. And he's like, okay. He's like, you can come on here, learn how to play, this and that. Hey, but the stars didn't align because mm -hmm. I, I had the personal issues why I had to leave the team, you know? So, but at the same time, the mm -hmm. guys who, it's funny because when I, when we, when we announced that this interview was going live, the guys from SJCC, like, Ed, like Manu and like a few others, they, they, they followed me. Cause like, we saw that you, that you posted the announcement, you're interviewing Jesus on Friday. I'm like, bro, I was like, dude, I haven't seen you in 12 fucking years. How you been? It's like, you know, Madu got to walk yeah. out of SJSU. Isn't you know that funny? I mean? and, yeah, you know, and to, I mean, to your point, like, I remember in 08, Jerome Meadows, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he went to, That's he went dog. to, yeah, uh-huh. Well, he went to, he went to Cal, went to, you know, he went to Cal, uh -huh, you know, yeah. and I mean, yeah, so to your point, yes, like I was telling Lofi yesterday, there were guys in, at JUCO 
who were legitimate D1 prospects or D1 talents who actually made it to D1 and, you know, eventually someone made it to the league, right? And those are guys who yeah. I first met at SACC with Coach Connor. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, the whole thing. So, I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, just like, yeah, you're right, man. You, you I think it's cool that we, yeah. you know, we're connected now finally, but just the, the, the years prior, we had so many people connected around us that we ended up, I don't even remember how we found each other on social media a while back, but we just started following each other and then everything led up to this. And it's like, man, you know, Anthony, you know, Hashim, you have a relationship with Coach Wink and, you know, it was meant to be, man. We should have been meant buddies be. a long meant time to... ago. <laughs> it's crazy you said that because I told Lofi yesterday, we're all separated by the six degrees separation. You know what I mean? And I, and I fully mm-hmm. believe in that. Yeah, are you familiar with the six degrees separation concept? No, I want you to explain that to me. So the six degree separation, man, there's six people that separate every every human on, on this planet Earth. There's, there's six people between every single human, meaning that a friend, acquaintance of acquaintance or a friend of a friend of a friend knows someone which will connect you to every single human on the face of the planet Earth. And mm-hmm. Lofa agreed with me on that. That's kind of the whole my, motto for his first product, Zoning CBD. Um, I advertised it yesterday. I'm not going to spend today to advertise it there any further. But, I mean, pretty much kind of that concept of mm-hmm. kind of buying into the to the whole six-degree separation, I totally agree with that. You know, and, and I mean, football is family. You know I mean? I think, especially in the South Bay, I, I, I the reason why I didn't end up playing the East Bay because I'm originally from Pleasanton, one, one I mean, I mean, no school would take me because I didn't have any film, right? Because, I mean, I didn't, have, I didn't play in high school, so, I mean, I'd have to start from scratch. And they wouldn't take mm-hmm. me because I, I remember I went to Chabot, I went to DVC, and they're just like, yeah, we're too loaded right now, brother. Like, you know, you're going to have to, you're, you're, good luck, you know. And then Coach C said, come here and try out. You know, and then after that, you know, I left the team, but then Coach Wink said, come here and try out. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, the, 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 and I think the South Bay Brotherhood, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you play for DeAnne's, it doesn't matter if you play for SJCC, it doesn't matter if you play for West Valley. As long as you played in that conference and, and any of those years, you, you're kind of just bonded, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a six degree separation is. So. Yeah, you can you can definitely see that in effect here now that you explain it. 100%. There's so many people that we're connected to, man. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So let's talk about kind of after SJCC. You obviously got you got. Did, were you did you get his full ride scholarship to Iowa Wesleyan, or, or was it a walk on? Um, it was uh, almost full scholarship. About 85 percent of that was covered uh, really for good. athletics. So a pretty good chunk of change for me. I so it gave me the opportunity opportunity to go out and just see the whole, whole different part of the United States that I've never seen before. It was a, at first it was a big culture shock. You know, we, yeah. uh, I went over there with four other San Jose city guys. Um, I remember I, the first day I drove off my buddy, Elijah, uh, rest in peace. He shot me a text message on the way when I was, I think I was about in Pleasanton and he goes, man, where the hell are we right now? I just landed and our coach picked us up and there's nothing but corn around us. <laughs> And he's a guy from uh, from Berkeley, so you know from the Bay Area. Nothing, nothing like he experienced either. So, yeah. as I started driving down into the Midwest, I started to see that change, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, we're, this is a whole different world, man." And <laughs> you know, I get yeah. into my town, and it's like hot and humid, and there's no one here. It's very small and you know old looking. It, it took adjusting, you know, took some adjusting, but um, you know, after a little bit of time to adjust, you realize you know you're only here one time, so you better make the most of it. You approach everything open-mindedly and you learn to love it because you're here and they give you the opportunity you accept it. And now you back it up and you just take full pride in it. And so I did that and I became a second home to me. I, you know, I try to come back and go see my buddies whenever I can. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that because I mean, kind of what you experienced the culture shock going there. See for me, I went after I finished my, my, my grad school to obviously for work, but I ended up playing semi-pro there. So that was my first like kind of real Midwest experience, like going to Indiana, Michigan, 
uh, yeah. in uh, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. You already know because you played. Yeah. You played in some. You played semi-pro in 2014, right over there. Yes. Uh, Quad City yeah, Raiders. Quad City Raiders, and we, we played the Quad City Riverhawks. Um, yeah, when uh, I don't back know who in, they are. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Jason, I think Jason T. He's the owner. And um, yeah, so I mean, we played against them, and and and, and the play is tough. But I mean, luckily, I mean, we, we pulled out the W because they just couldn't get enough guys to come with the travel. But I mean, we still, you know, I mean, it was like a sixteen to nine game. So, you know, that's yeah, that's that's always a big thing in semi-pro, and that sucks. You know, when, when cats can't make the away games, you know, there's a lot of holes, and you know, you can have one good day, you have one bad day because there's a lot of people <laughs> not showing up. Hundred percent. It's, it's almost like the NFL in a way. The NFL is unpredictable, but that's just because everything is so competitive. But semi-pro, sometimes the the transportation issues or the other obligations get in the way. I mean, because the difference between the NFL is that you're getting paid millions of dollars, and this is your job. Like you have no, no <laughs> obligations and no uh-huh. commitments. When you're when you're playing semi-pro, obviously, like this yeah, is like not your love it. Exactly, uh-huh. because you love the game. So I mean, that's pretty much you know. But you know, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you you do see kind of some of the some some parallels in the NFL. Just in terms of like you know preparation, guys showing up on time. Um, I remember watch I watched Brandon Marshall on uh, on First Things First last week. You know he was talking about it. He's like in the NFL, if you're if you're on time, you're late. You know what I mean? And then essentially, kind of the same principle applies. I think any level of football, like you want to make sure you yeah. get there early. You want to be it's kind of like you want to be the first guy in. You want to be the last guy out. You know, and that, yeah. that's pretty much, you know. And so I, I'm sure that resonates with you too, as now that you're mm-hmm. coaching. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I I. I I forgot what, which coach would say that. I had, I had one coach in college that would let us know that all the time, and that was something I'd try to be more focused on was being early to these meetings and showing them that you really are about the business. You know, it shows your dedication, and then your, of course, your work ethic has to follow. 100%. You know, if your work ethic follows suit with your attitude and, and your actions, then you're good to go. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what, what gigs. What do you think? What do you think was the was the best lesson that you learned from Iowa Westland playing a four year? Because I didn't have a fortune plan for you. I went straight to the AFL Combine. What did what did what did you learn from 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 like you know from Iowa Westland or kind of any any lessons you learned like being at a four year as opposed to playing JUCO? Yeah, um, the biggest are you now? It is this just like any any aspect like um, just being there or football wise? I'll give you. I'll give you both. Um, yeah. football wise going to a four year um it was a the biggest lesson i learned that 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 is a straight up commitment no matter yeah. what level it is we were naia at the time and yeah. uh we were our conference had about six other teams that were ranked top 25 in the nation and we and william penn was one of those guys they were uh, i think the number one rushing offense in all levels of college football when we played them those two years because they ran that little wing t wishbone and the offensive lineman doing barrel rolls and not getting uh, flag for it but that's all right I'll, um but the biggest lesson football wise going to a four-year was you know you sign that contract and you know you come with big expectations so if this is your time to shine you work so hard for this so you don't take this seriously ever right um that was my big or you do take this seriously you, you don't take it for granted i'm sorry um i remember patrick willis i ran into him at the san jose airport uh, <laughs> before i went over to iowa uh-huh Oh man, yeah. my favorite player. And, you know, he ended up spending some time in chatting with me and asked me, or I asked him, you know, what can I do to be the best, you know, to be better as a linebacker or as a football player? And he said, word for word, I never forget it. He said, I can't give you the magic words to be a better linebacker because there's not, but I can tell you to stay three steps ahead of everyone else 
uh, because you know they're all doing the same thing you're doing. So if you don't stay yeah. three steps ahead, you're going to fall three steps behind. And I thought about that, and that actually ended up being the, the biggest lesson I learned football-wise at a four-year. You uh, stay three steps ahead. You know, like you said, show up early to those meetings and try to be the last guy out. Go to the workouts and bust your ass. You don't have much time left to do this. You know, you're going to have to get a big boy job someday. And then, you know, the competitive football is just never the same. So if you love it, you do this thing 150% until the wheels fall off. So football-wise, that's the biggest lesson I learned. Going to a four-year in general, the biggest lesson I learned for me was just to be open, you know, open-minded to everything. You accept everything that's given to you. Um, a lot of guys, football players, and just casual students doing other things at my school, they would just talk about, oh, you know, I hate being over here. It sucks. There's no one here. Uh, I want to go home. The school sucks. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it was a lot of more, a lot more conformity between the students than them actually feeling that way about the school. You know, they hear the cool guys talk about it and they start you know, thinking they feel that way too. And then they, you know, they leave and then they lose out on a great experience and then they go back home and do big boy jobs. And, you know, that wasn't fun to me at the time. I wanted to go play football and go to school. So, 20%. Um, yeah. So the big lesson I learned there was just, you know, you accept everything and be open-minded and you just learn, you learn, you'd be a sponge because you'll figure out a lot about yourself too, as well as the world around you. If you're open-minded and you just pay attention to shit and you, you accept it, don't, don't say it sucks, you know, find out, find a reason why it's cool. Like, oh, there's no one here. Like there's not a lot of things to do. All right, cool. Well, it's, it's peaceful over here. You know, it's not, there's not a lot of people on the road and the gas is cheap. You know, find your positives of your situations. And then you're going to end up having a lot better time than, you know, you thought you would have. Because when you find that silver lining, and when I was talking to Lofa, I keep referencing him. It's funny because yesterday I was referencing Darius with Lofa. Now I'm referencing Lofa with you. Every guest, I just keep, I just, because I've just had such I a cool. you're retaining information. That's good. Yeah, 100%. Wait, man, you know me. I played I played all levels. So, I mean, nah, you, you can't do that unless you're going you know, to be a sponge, like you said. Uh-huh. I, I, what, he, what he was saying was it's all... um kind of the mindset and like, and like, and like he said, happiness is a mindset, you know, happiness mm-hmm. is a mindset. And I totally believe positivity comes with your disposition. It's not your circumstances, like kind of what you're alluding to. It's your disposition that kind of defines that, right? If you're able to kind of make the most of, of, of the situation, especially when you don't even, we have guys who don't even get the opportunity to go play ball at a four year, you know, mm-hmm. you really, especially yeah. coming from, I think, I think people who, who go to JUCOs appreciate it just a little bit more because like last chance you, kind of summarizes what our experiences were, you know, versus yeah. like someone who was like a, you know, four-star or a five-star recruit straight out of high school. You know what I mean? But like how many yeah, offers? They get, they, yeah, precisely. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, then, and, yeah, but. And it being, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> and it, and the last chance you, it being Laney college and being local around here and. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Seeing, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know what? They felt the same way, and they were only 45 minutes down the road. You know, we, I played them twice at City. Yeah. You know, it, it's all the same. We we weren't guys that were recognized out of high school. Like, I'm like you. I was very inexperienced out of high school. I only – I grew up playing football as just a lineman, you know, just one of the small, short guys. And I didn't play linebacker to my junior year. I played one starting season as a linebacker and then went to City. You know, and of course, I'm not going to get any four-year looks. So – if, you know, going to JUCO really made me appreciate that. And, tell, you know, I tell everyone else, you know, if I can do it, then shoot, anyone can do it. And so 
I, I love being at the JUCO level now as a coach too, because I can see all these opportunities happen for these guys and hopefully like part, be a part of that, you know, to be the opportunity to help give them that opportunity to go and get noticed and then go to a four year and then live their dreams, man. hundred percent. You know, that's all it is. You're trying to make dreams happen, make this possible. Mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, and this is a perfect, uh, perfect segue. I do have a lot of Juco kids who follow me on, on social media. Like, you know, I mean, a Facebook with 3,300 followers and then my fan page on Facebook, 4,600 followers. You have my Instagram, 7,800 800 followers. It's almost eight to 9,000 followers in general. What message do you have for those kids? You know what I mean? Because I think that it's funny, like for me, I have kids all over the nation who just, you know, follow me. You may, you may also have a similar kind of effect, you know, maybe not, but it's just what, mm -hmm. what message do you have for those kids that are listening right now? Obviously with you being a coach in the Juco ranks, what, 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 I guess, what's your message for those kids? Really, you know, looking to get to the next level. If you love this game, you pursue it with the utmost effort and love and excitement and commitment that you can, you know, you, you go to practice and you try to make it feel like it's a game. You go buy into those rivalries. You go hate De Anza if you go to see it. You hate them. You know, and you live that. You never <laughs> let that shit go. You know, it, it adds to the experience. Right. You know, if you put your whole heart in it and you can say, I, I worked my tail off and I got this far. And then you can look back and see the, the ups and the downs and how it affects you emotionally because you're so bought in. You know, I just your whole world, your whole life is going to end up being the perfect storybook ending for you if you just approach it and you attack it three steps ahead of everyone else 100 so you know, if you do it you love it you love that shit hard and you don't That's, get you ride it till the wheels fall off bingo you know and i think you and i are in the same boat we ride it till the wheels fall off when our 30s still playing for same playing for for pennies are free at this point and you know i saw mm -hmm. about that too and i was laughing but you know that's that's just kind of the shows of passion dedication that we both mm -hmm. have you know for the game so now let's talk about the big boy job, right? You graduate from uh, from, uh, from Iowa Westland. Mm -hmm. Were you? Did you stay over there in the Midwest for a little bit? Did you end up coming back here immediately? I did. Kind of yeah. yeah, I was. You know, I, I loved it over there. And I graduated, got my degree in psychology, and I had a uh, a little paid internship set up, and it was ended up being a full time job. Um, I worked at a place called Christamore, and Christamore was a it was a residential treatment center for teenagers. You know, you don't go to juvie. You're going to get sentenced to go live at the Christomore house for uh, the program was about six months. So yeah. our big job as a staff was just to help these kids develop some kind of structure and social skills and um, any other skills that they may not get from their environments at home and try to help them have some guidance in their in their youth. And try as you know, as they get older and try to get make something happen, because a lot of those those uh, kids, boys and girls, um, you know, unfortunately had a lot of, you know, tough issues and rough upbringings. And so to, that's where I was, I was there for about, uh, about a year and a half, two years, I was working over there. Um, and then I ended up coming back to California in 2015. And I think it's mm -hmm. around, I think, I think around that time is when you played semi-pro around then to 2014 was when you were playing over there in the, uh, I think the MSFL, right? Yeah, the mid mid states, right? I believe it was. Yeah, mid states, yeah I yeah. graduated in 2014. So in the spring, I played for a, an eight man league. Uh, yeah. What was it called? I think the 
C-I-A-F-L or something like that. Okay. Okay. Connection problems. Let me see if I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay. Um, so yeah, I played in the eight-man league in the spring of 2014. This team called an and had a bunch of cats over there that you know came together and we made a team from scratch and got to the playoffs. And then that was pretty fun. And then some of us went to play for the Raiders that year. Yeah, the quad so over there during that, during that. I think the connection is a little bit. You're you're a little. In 2015, um, I already had some buddies. Is this you there? Yeah. Might be my my iPad, but okay. Let's see if that works. Yes. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay, yeah. So yeah, go 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 and start over if you don't mind, because I mean we kind of you kind of got muffled in 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 the midst of that. I'm losing you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, we're good now. Okay, yeah. So you were saying that you you and a few of your buddies started your own team over there. You guys made the playoffs, and then a few you a few you guys um, went to, was, to the Raiders, right? Yes, sir. Um, I. I didn't necessarily make the team. I, there was just a few guys that just started, like, I think they had like one, two practices. And I ended up Google searching some teams and I called this dude and said, Oh, yeah, I'm the owner of the Iowa Liberty. Come over here. Came in like second practice. And, <laughs> That's how it goes, man. Yeah, you know, we ended up being pretty damn good. It was, and, you know, I talked to all those guys too. They're pretty fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. My connections to California Semi Pro was, I think, that December of 2013. It was right after my senior season. Right. So before I graduated, I came back home and a buddy of mine from city said, Hey, come practice, practice for this team called the South Bay stallions. Um, they're going to be here. So come give it a try. It was the PCFL. And I went right. over there and they ended up saving me a roster spot for when I came back around like week six or week seven or something like that. So, and a lot of, a lot of football during that time, 2013, 2014, just, I couldn't stop playing. Stop playing, man. <laughs> couldn't stop playing. <laughs> And then eventually you move back to California. Work-wise, did your career change mm -hmm. at all? Still playing now. 30 yeah, years exactly. old, got three kids. Still going, brother, you know what I mean? And, like, it's funny. I mean, I was talking, um, you know, I'm going to have a Shimon, you know, our, our mutual friend and my college teammate, you know, we, we, we both know him. I mean, I was talking to him the other day kind of just about when you hit 30, like, <laughs> everything just aches. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like my, 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 my shoulders, my elbows, my knees, <laughs> everything just aches. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, we're st I'm still going. You've seen me obviously on, on, on my IG, you know, and I'm still out here, you know, at the field conditioning and, you know, and obviously you, you offer, you offer a lot of good pointers, mm -hmm. you know, obviously like, you know, with the form, like getting your kind of non-throwing elbow point towards the target, give me kind of Jeff Garcia drills and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I, and I'm appreciative of that, you know what I mean? Because at this point, obviously, with us at our age and just trying to play, all we're doing is we're just, mm -hmm. just, just playing for the love of the game. So any any feedback to get better and to refine the craft is always appreciated. Support each other, yes. right? Support those who do the same as you. 100%. 100%. You know, we're, we're chasing the same thing. Okay, the same thing. So 2013, 14, 15, you kind of covered it. So when did you join the South Bay Patriots? Was that around 2016? 2016, uh, brand new team. I knew the owner because I played with him on the Stallions back in 2013 for those few games. Yeah. Um, so I played for one team in 2015, the South Bay Eagles. Not that successful. Went over to the Patriots. Um, and then we just came together our first games and our first season. We did fucking awesome. Went seven and three. Um, went lost in the semifinals. 
2017, we came back, made it to the, the league championship and lost to uh, Capital City Fury out of, out of Sacramento, one of the best teams I've ever played against. And still to this day, like the Fury games are always circled on my on my calendar, on the schedule for sure. Uh, yeah. A lot of respect to that, that uh, to that program for real. Because, you know, just to have a, a consistent semi-pro team that's always winning and has been around for a long time, I've seen that it's quite hard for that to, to happen, for teams to start up and be successful and, you know, continue that. 100%. So, you know, that, and yeah, so being a South Bay Patriot from the beginning, from the very first games, practices, it was cool to see us get better and better every year. Uh, so we kept losing in the playoffs the first two years, and then 2018 came around, and we're like, no, you know what? We know that we're the best team in this league. I think we're the best team in this state, and we're going to prove everyone. You know, we, we're losing because just it's our own faults. So 2018, we started whooping ass. We went, won the league title and then I uh, got offered to play in this like regional national championship in Colorado. Uh, my boys won it. I didn't get to go. I had my daughter on the way, so I didn't go to that game, but I went to the other national championship that we were invited to in Las Vegas in December yeah. of two, 2018. And by then we were number one in the nation, man. It was so cool to, to defend that. And we went over there and just won another ring. And that thing was, I was just, it was so cool to build a team from scratch and then just to be recognized as number one and to go out there and just get our respect like that, man. And so that, you know, much respect to all my boys who put that together and stayed through that. And also the guys who joined and did their thing. Cause that was so much fun. It was the highest level of, you know, football that I played since college. And that's what we crave. That's why we're still doing this because the love of the, the competition, you know, and my boys brought that heat definitely every game, and it was fun. Gotta um, love it. You gotta mm -hmm. love it. When, yeah, when you when you when you and your dogs go out and hit, you know what I mean. You guys just bring it, and it's just clicking, and you're <laughs> hot. You're like fucking. Nothing can stop us. We're we'll, we, mm -hmm. and we're basically world beaters. And essentially, that's kind of what happened. It came to fruition that you guys were able to go nationals and win, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So yes. and obviously, and, and uh, that's when I connected with Shima at that time. Yeah, I, I reconnected with him. I mean, I mean, we're always a connection. You know what I mean? But obviously, you know, I mean, once you, once everyone graduates college and everyone has to go do the big boy jobs, like it's just like you kind of lose that, you know. And I started playing semi pro a couple of years ago, just watching you guys, Hashim, and you guys in 2018 do that. Because when I moved to Chicago in 2018, that's when I first started playing semi pro. Cool. And, mm -hmm. I, and last last time I played prior to that was 2012 in the in the American Indoor Football Association, which is like the last kind of existence of like Tier One A arena football here in 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 like California. I don't, mm -hmm. And the kind of the Sacramento teams that you're that you're referencing, the Capital City Fury, all that, those were guys from the Cal Eagles who played the AIF Championship 2012, who ended up going once once the team dissolved and dispersed to to start you know playing semi pro, mm -hmm. you know. And I think it's interesting that you know you talked about that and you got to play against some of those guys. I think I think it's totally cool. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like you know, yeah, man, this is awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So. Good. 2019 was uh we were. You know, we had our we had half of our season going. The Patriots. We had some uh, just little internal problems with the organization, and some prop one thing led to another, and our team disbanded in the middle of the year. You know, from going to national championships, you know, number one in the nation, and then the next year we can't even defend our title. It was like, man, like you know, it was pretty, it was pretty upsetting. Uh, but I was able to. I went to another team over in Stockton, the uh, the Central Valley Hurricanes. Yeah. where I really got in touch with uh, Joffrey Longoria, Coach Longoria, who's the DC at San Jose City now, kind of where that connection oh. happened. 
So Perfect there we go. Uh huh. So um, the defense that we ran with the Patriots, um, our owner was connected with Joffrey. So it was the same exact defense. However, ours was more watered down and a lot less stunting and, you know, the scheming. The terminology was the same. So right. um, I go over to Joffrey's team and I'm literally playing the Patriots defense. There's not right. one thing different. Um, so I had fun playing with, with, with the Hurricanes and went to the playoffs and lost that shit to the Fury once again. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's what Joffrey ended up going to the new team that we were on, the San Jose Stars. Um, a lot of a lot of Patriots guys. So we were looking pretty good. And we were excited to get going. However, COVID came in and uh, put our season on hold. Yeah. Uh, but during that time, you know, I just continued to get closer with Joffrey and then Coach Wink started coming along too. Um, and, you know, just Joffrey offered me the job and I was coaching at Evergreen Valley High School, my old high school. I was doing some defense over there, offense, and then head coach for the JV programs the last five years. Um, went over to San Jose City and here I am now, man. I may not be playing, but I'm coaching at my old school again. Yeah. I mean, so is your season going on right now? No, sir. We have no football going on. The only, thing so. that we're, uh, the only thing we're doing semi-pro-wise is if I want to go on the field, I'm going to go do my field work. <laughs> yeah. Practices and all the, everything is just shutting down again. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Just yeah. getting older. Getting Pretty older, no football. Yeah, because, I mean, when I spoke with my mom, you know, obviously Lowe from my last guest, he was talking about in the message to, like, you know, all the kids who, like, you know, were seniors trying to, you know, entering the senior season in high school. Like it's, can you, I mean, just, it's so frustrating to imagine that they're missing out on this year of playing time, whereas this is like oh, the man. year that, you know what I mean? And then you obviously now in the coaching ranks in Zuko <laughs> and like, you know, you have some of those incoming seniors. I mean, you can, I mean, obviously now those seniors who will probably graduate this past year, who are ready to start the freshman year, some of the returning freshmen who were, or I guess returning sophomores, you know I mean? They, 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 I mean, it can only be frustrating. So kind of tell me what the pulse is right now. Over there, you know, at SJCC, like with the team, with, you know, with the coaching staff and, and the players. Right now, nothing's in our hands. We just have to wait and see until, you know, all this stuff gets better. And then from there, we're, we're going to be able to see what our guidelines are that we have to follow and then uh, schedule our practices accordingly and then just get going with whatever we're able to, you know, whatever we're able to do. So yeah. right now, I'm just, uh, I'm just. If I'm bored, I'm drawing on my paper, you know, drawing up the playbook uh, <laughs> or I am, you know, talking to my linebackers through text. I can't talk to them and I can't see them in person right now. Right. Um, right. And then just recruiting, you know, just recruiting. And, you know, it, it sucks. But yeah, what you said about the seniors this year, it's terrible. You know, all the all my kids at Evergreen who I've, you know, helped mold since freshmen, you know, my babies, they don't get to have a senior season possibly. And that sucks. You know, I'd. Because, you know, those guys deserve it, definitely. All the things that we went through together and they were looking forward to getting better every year and this is their chance to really shine and it's just taken away from them. And, you know, I, I, my heart hurts for my boys over there. So, you know, I know there's some of them that are interested in coming and playing football at the next level. So I'm trying to, you know, bring them over and let's relive that magic, you know. 100%, man. You know, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully things resolve quickly, you know, rather than, you know, because obviously we are not sure when these like, second set of lockdowns for the second wave are going to stop, but hopefully sooner than later, right? What, what kind of scheme hopefully. are you guys running? And, and, and tell me, have you, you obviously, I mean, you've met Coach Wink, right? And you've obviously, like, when yeah. you did your interview process, 
kind of describe what that was like, you know, when you had to go through the interview process and you had to first like, you know, meet with Coach Wayne to kind of, you know, be a candidate for the position. Well, I met him just, uh, he was at San Jose Stars practice. He was just, you know, probably missing football. And I went over there. I wasn't practicing. I was just coaching up the linebackers because I you know, had a little knee injury. So, yeah, I'm the old guy now. And, you know, I'm not going to go hard in practice. I got to stay fresh. We had, a, you know, we had our game <laughs> yeah. coming up. We had a game coming up and uh, and then everything got canceled. So um, right. I know him and Joffrey were looking for some guys to come help. And so they got me on board. And then from then on, I just been able to talk to Coach Wink through Zoom only because it was just about that time when COVID really struck and the, the initial lockdown came to be. So I haven't got to see him, see him very much, but I have met him uh, a few years prior through, you know, coaching clinics, the, the Glazer clinics that go on every year. Yeah. Um, I would go to that every year and, you know, watch some, watch some clinics and listen to some coaches. So I can, I want to learn every year. I want to learn something, you know? And, 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 and now, 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 now that that's what I want to get to. One thing coach Wink said to me in summer ball and practice that that always resonated with me and helped me kind of continue playing my career, whatever level, Juco, arena, semi-pro was, he said, Oz, they just call me Oz. First of all, my name Oz, and they put, they, they, they put a Z, because like that's it's easier, right? <laughs> He's like, Oz, the number one key, the number one thing to remember is special teams wins games. Meaning that know your role on your team, accept it, help your team. You know, mm-hmm. and don't don't ever don't ever fret or don't ever don't ever don't ever beat yourself up over not getting enough playing time, not getting enough reps, because your time will come. And eventually you did. What is coach? What what do you, what what's one thing Coach Wink told you or has kind of instilled in you as a lesson that's kind of resonated with you, you know, as as a coach? He shows me by how he conducts himself. Well, I haven't gotten a full on like here's what you know, I, not a verbal thing that I can just directly to me. I just see how he conducts himself through the meetings and how he's very professional and he gets his he gets his point across to the kids. And um, they listen up. So he does get, he gets respect. And he also, he'll be serious, but he'll also crack a nice little witty joke to keep it, you know, just to keep <laughs> exactly. He, he's funny. He's funny. He's, he's a funny dude, funny. man. I love coach. Uh-huh. And he'll do it yeah. casually. He won't have an emotion on his face. He'll just slip it like that. And everyone just, everyone catches it, you know? <laughs> so he, he's good energy. He's really good energy. And that's, I, I respect him for, you know, staying at the program and doing his best, you know, they haven't had the, you know, the most successful past few seasons, but he's there and he's still spreading positive energy. And, you know, that's what helps build a winning program is positive energy and laughter and camaraderie and chemistry that, you know, all that shit comes together and with simple laughs, you know, some, some, some simple positive form of communication, like laughing or cracking a joke to the guys, you know, you bond with each other and you build a respect. So he's, he, you know, He's good at that. And so I, I see from his actions, you know, by his character, how I should conduct myself or more of a way to conduct myself as a coach. Coach Wink used to, when you talk about cracking jokes, one thing he said, he was all like, we're, we're running, we're running suicides. And then, and then, then I was like, my, my, my feet were burning, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to sit out for this one. Coach is like, why aren't you running, Oz? I'm all like, coach, I'm, my, my balls and the feet are burning. He's like, oh, you just stopped, right? And then I'm just like... <laughs> I'm just sitting there frozen. Like, did this man just call me soft in front of all the guys? I'm like, oh, no way. Next day I go to my locker. I've used that plenty times before. Yeah, next day I'm on my locker. There's a fucking tampon on my locker. And it's me and one other dude. 
And I'm just like, okay, you know what? Now next, I'm I'm gonna come out blazing on next practice because I know <laughs> I can't I can't take this line down. And then the guy around and got the blocking drills. This kid Kyle Kyle Hennings, I'll never forget. It. He was like 6'4", 220. I'm like five nine at this point. What buck five soaking wet? This little skinny, uncoordinated trying. You know what I mean? And basically, we're doing blocking drills. And then I have to, and you have to grab the bag, right? You have to get around the man blocking, get the bag. And then uh-huh. Kyle overpowered me. Even even though I tried to go up and get my shoulder, dip it a little bit to kind of get around him, Kyle just overpowered me with his just his, just his strength and his size. And I was, but I was on the ground. I just kept going. And I grabbed the flag. Coach Wink went nuts. He was just like, "That's what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, that's what that's what I'm talking about. I knew you had in grade one. Like, get the back line. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And so, that's positive energy, man. That's, that's what, what I'm I talking. Like about that's and that's exactly how he motivates and people look at the record like you said the last couple seasons have been so successful we were zero and ten we couldn't win a game out no nine but that does not mean we didn't have talent you know what i mean like mm-hmm. kyle Corr, quarterback you probably know kyle he ended up going to al the afl and the ifl you know what i mean i know you know i know you know Dwayne lee your but safety he, for West yeah Valley. yeah another guy that played i, I played in iowa wesleyan with right you know i mean we have that we had guy was a leader and he man oh man Leader Dwayne is what we called him. <laughs> you call him what? Say that again. You call him what? Ah, oh, maybe losing you again. Let me see what I can do. Oh, okay. Let me know. Let me know when you can get back in. Uh, it's kind of phasing out, brother. No, it's still kind of phasing out. Technical difficulties. Hey, Zeus is trying to reconnect. Can you hear me? Let's see how, yes, sir. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, w- yeah. What did you call him? Is this? Wait, let me just move. Maybe if I move a little bit, I can get a get some better service. There we go. Okay. You know those those, those, those good spots of Wi-Fi in the house. Yeah, <laughs> those little spotty. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, Dwayne Lee, another another teammate of yours. I played with in Iowa, and that was my that was my guy right there. Hell of a ball player. Hell of a ball player. One of our team leaders. One of the strongest. Strongest guy on our team. Yeah, most absolutely. And then, what was your guys? What was your guys' nickname for him? For Dwayne? Uncle Dwayne. Uncle Dwayne. And how did that come about? He's just, uh, you know, a few years older than us, and he he was the the spoken leader, and he would, you know, he he was just the guy that we all respected. You know, he was the he was the uncle. He was the strict uncle. One thing, one, thing skills, man. one thing, one thing I love about Dwayne, and I'm not sure if you know Coach Flowers, but he basically had that that video "I'm a Champion" on YouTube that went viral with over 22 million views. Um, but Coach Flowers, yeah, yeah, he was a DB's coach, and, and you can probably look it up on YouTube. Like, who am I? I'm a champion. I'll probably send it to you after the interview. Okay. One thing I love about Dwayne was the fact that he was so involved with WBC, like even after he transferred in 2013, when they ended up, you know, we started viewing the budget and they ended up cutting the program. Dwayne was one of the one of the one of the former you know alum, alums who actually went on uh, record to say we, we need the program for guys like me who aren't from the Bay or from LA like Coach Wink mm-hmm. and obviously you know yeah. everyone was trying to make a concerted effort. So I mean, one thing that yeah, like you said, his leadership ability and his vocal his vocal presence just just kind of made it so it's like okay, like you know this is a guy who you can just just kind of trust in you know, and I can see yeah. kind of how you guys felt that too. It's, a, it's another guy who showed too that he was committed to it and he. You know, the game really meant a lot to him. So just him with that energy, too, was just another reason why a lot of our team was so drawn to him, even though we weren't, you know, we weren't that successful in Iowa either as a team. Um, right. You know, just he was one of the guys to go to. 
one of the guys to listen to like yeah he's right let's get our shit together 100%, you know, and I think team success is, is I mean, there's, there's just so many factors and variables that go in team success. That's why I don't put so much stock in the record as much as I do as kind of the talent and the commitment of the guys who get who were there, you know, so, yeah. so for sure. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad you're holding up, though, dude. I mean, shit, like, I mean, it must be tough, you know, I mean, you must have been hyped up to get your first kind of kind of coaching exposure. I mean, you, you, you're obviously so involved with it, but you obviously actually get out there with your kids and kind of like yeah. you know, be there. You know, I haven't been on the field yet, so I, you know, I, I'm just licking my chops, waiting for, waiting for the day, man, that we get we get the green light to go on the field. I want to meet my guys, and I want to bond with them, and I want to get to know who they are, and then to start this whole process, man. I want I miss football. You know, 2020 sucks. It, yeah, it what sucks, I, I always tell everyone, this is this is the year that you know this shows that the universe, you know. This karma is a real thing. All right. This is, is like, I think back to when I was like six, seven, eight years old and my parents would be like, oh, you not listening. You're grounded. And I wouldn't listen and just go play my Nintendo and I'd get nothing taken away. <laughs> you know? yeah. And now all these years later, I feel like I'm making up for that shit, man. I don't have my football. No. Yeah, exactly, man. Like football is kind of like, kind of like the new, our, our outlet, you know, and without it, it's just like, you know, it's actually you know, I mean, that's why you see me out there just every single week, you know, with my boy Aram, you know, just kind of mm. conditioning, you know. And so, I mean, it's just like you said, just conditioning to stay in shape, you know. So when the season does start again, I'm ready, you know. Regardless and it's fun of other... still, too. It's, it's still fun for you. Like, why else would we go throw the cleats on, you know, at 30 years old and go do and go run around and get tired? It's because we enjoy – we're doing football stuff, you know. Bingo, you know. And, and, and that's one thing I love about this is that, you know, we have the shared passion of the game. And, you know, this interview is kind of, you know, really shed light. It's kind of your passion, which are in mind. I hope that we can meet up actually in person one of these days, Jesus. You know, I mean, just have to. whenever, you know. And obviously, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate the time that you spent for this interview and uh, kind of you know, shedding your light on your coaching yeah, philosophy. Of course. of course. Yeah, you know, kind of all your experiences and the viewers have now got a chance to know you a little better. So kind of, I guess, I guess, I guess, what, what, what's anything you want to kind of like parting thoughts, you know, for, for our viewers or our listeners, you know, about maybe SJTC's program or, Kind of what's in store for you? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep playing and until the wheels fall off. I've, you know, until I can't no more, until the drive is just no longer there. And I think coaching is definitely taking that over. And I want to do that as long as I can and try to build a legacy doing that. Because I, just going back to everything that I've experienced with football, I feel like football made me become someone. I was a kid with very little guidance growing up um, and not really shown how to be responsible um, and football taught me I feel like almost everything right. you know so the football gods were so good to me so now my job is to give back to the football gods and and make the game better so I'll be at San Jose City making this game better somehow doing my best making sure that happens what do you see what do you, what do you see in store for the next five to ten years? Do you see potentially San Jose City being kind of where you want to just end, or do you see it potentially blossoming into something bigger? I mean, and obviously you, you, oh, can't, sure. you can't predict. Yeah, go ahead. I I I want to go wherever wherever this game says, hey, come do your part and make it better over here. I want to do it. 100%. You know, whether it's a big school or a small university like I went to. If I get that opportunity to change lives and give them the opportunity I was blessed with, let's do it. I'm all about it. I feel like this is my calling, man. I can't stay away from the game too long. If I can't play, yes. I'm going to for sure coach you until I can't no more. 
bingo, bingo, you know, and, and then that's all it's about, you know, just being involved with the game. We love the game, you know, giving back to kids. Uh, and so just, you know, Jesus, thank you so much for your time today, brother. You know, we'll link up one of these days for sure. I appreciate all the advice you give me personally. I actually got my, I got my, got my not throwing shoulder up. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> just don't <laughs> You'll throw see it my way. Okay. I might come snatch it. <laughs> Obviously, if, if, if it's in a four three, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere in the middle, bro. I mean, because if you're there, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Hey, you know I'm an saying? outside guy now, so. <laughs> okay, so yeah, no outs. Everything, everything across the middle. I appreciate you. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you too, man. I, I I'm thankful for the opportunity. You're giving me my football fix so far. Absolutely, you know, same here. No, I, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that's all it is, bro. You know, we feed off the energy. We feed off the passion. And, and, and that's what that's what's about football's family you know i mean i don't consider anything more than just family so more mm. of this is the kind of more connections and more relationships at whatever level anyone's played it is kind of the whole point of me you know continuing playing continuing you know doing what i do mm -hmm. same thing with you obviously and uh appreciate everything you do brother man hopefully you know we can link up soon so yes sir i agree fully so let's let's make that happen all right we'll make it happen brother hey zeus carbell thank you so much and uh we'll talk to you again soon brother take care <laughs> yes, sir. You too. Thank you for having me, man. 100%. Take care, brother. All right. I just finished. Yeah, I'm done. I'm about, to, I'm about to go. No, you're good, bro. You finished. I legitimately just finished. <laughs> and you just, you took a little wee nap. But I'm going to go and do the same thing. I'm going to go and shower, wash my clothes. Yeah, but I woke up, bro. I woke up at fucking 3 a.m. 2, 2, 3. Yeah, bro. I yeah. Well, we need to go sleep, bro. I walk down, walk back up. I don't know, bro. I don't know.
love after my program is like guys who are our age, like you know, all walks of life, all all different backgrounds playing, kind of like guys like you never played tennis, guys like you played at the highest level, guys like you played at the now coaches. It, it brings everyone together, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just being able to connect people, relate, get their experiences. That's what, that's the whole point of this shit, bro. It's not like he even said like you know, he's like 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 he's like he's like I see you get out there with your feet on your boy. Yeah. I wanted to kind of bring you in at that point, but then I saw you on the couch like. Hey. <laughs> No, I'll let you. But I mean, like, maybe next time I'm gonna ask you the number, we can both go together. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, he, he gives he gives a lot of good insight about our video. He's a coach over there at SACC, right? Yeah. So he knows he knows the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, bro, no, bro. Hey, 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 hey. hey. You know what time is, baby? Shit. We do this shit. We do this shit. I, I, I can be here. I can be there. I can be anywhere. If you give me a pink in, I'll, I'll, I'm there, bro. Fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a long-term thing. You, know, you used to love the game. You love it. Like, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't test that. Yeah. All right, brother. Yes, sir, but I'll see you, baby. Yes, sir. Hopefully find a nice game spot. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, man. I got you, bro. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. No problem at all. I'm about to edit and post. I think the whole point of having this podcast is so. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think what's what's kind of lost in translation is the fact that. Go, oh, man. Go, bro. Go, dude. I'm the go. Not you. Not him. Me. On the go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, brother. 
talk to me as to kind of what your scheme is, kind of, you know. You play, you play Juco. This is the GOAT. This is the GOAT, dude. Yeah, Jesus Carvajal. This is going up. You know what I mean? I think the most fun is just, like, being able to say that you did it. I want, who's the GOAT? <laughs> fucking my guy. Congratulations, my guy. Congratulations, my guy. Awesome belief. This is the GOAT. He's one of the greatest ever. You can't question my credibility. He's a fucking beast, dude. He's a fucking beast. He's nice, dude. He's nice. He drops. Hey, bro, he's dropping. Nah, he's raw, dude. He's hella good. He's hella good. He's hella good now, dude. If you prove to me that you can play, I'll let you keep it. Prove to me. Prove it, Asif. Let's go. Let's go. I love that you're talking. SJCC Jags football. I forgot to mention more information about Jesus COVID. COVID. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> Next episode's coming up. And you know what? I mean, like, that to me, that to me personally resonated so much because when you can prove. Yeah, Dwayne Lee. Yes, sir, Dwayne Lee. Juwan Picasso Pruitt, all those brothers, man. Talk to me a little bit about that. Because the scheme, the scheme that Coach Wink had when we were at WBC. Austin has a fucking big go, man. I got a question for you, brother. I got one question for you. Who's the GOAT? <laughs> Who's the GOAT? Oh man. <laughs> Lofa, how you doing, man? How you been, man? So how you been? How's it been going with you? <laughs> How's it been going with you? How you been? How's it been going? How's it, how you been? Oh, yeah. You can't fucking say that. <laughs> the worst fucking host. He's so funny, dude. Dude, dude. I was like, dude, dude. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
what, what, what lessons do you want to instill? Because obviously with coach Wink, you know what I mean? Like he has a very, he has a very tough, but like what you said about the Midwest, I remember he told us that when we had to play a game against Solano, that it's going to be different. You know what I mean? Now with last chance you being out there, right? People get a more introspective look at Juco football, Juco football players like you and me, ex Juco football players like you and me. Play Juco. How's to play Juco? How's to play Juco? How's to play Go? You understand what the goat is? Yeah. <laughs> I got one question for you, brother. Who's the goat? coaching career because wait no talk, yeah let's okay when your last season in Seattle you were playing for Pete Carroll at that point right yeah yep was that like you know what I mean because you got to play for your college coach in the pros like I mean isn't that kind of like a trip yeah it was I mean it was like like, like time had not like time stood still you were just like right back to college again um and uh yeah the guy just keeps getting younger every year like yeah you know, exactly and we call him the Benjamin Button of Um, 
what the fuck you doing, 81? You knew you knew he was supposed to hit full speed. Uh, he chewed my ass up. And I'm like, oh, wait. And I tried again next time. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to hit him. And I, and I, you know, rat. And I was like, oh, this is a lot easier. I don't, why, why am I, why am I stopping? You know what I mean? This is hurt. I'm going through the guy next time. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, half step. Half step. Let's talk more about zoning CBD. Obviously, uh, you know, actually, your coach career was a great career. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, let's talk about zoning CBD. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you started it a few years ago, right? A couple years ago? Just had our first uh, birthday October 15th. Oh, so you just started a year ago. My baby is one year old. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. That's like my little nephew. Oh, man. That's what you said about jet setting. That's why I'm, I'm all over. It's like family and friends all over the place. So, yeah. And so, I mean, kind of talk to me about it. Like the business model. And, 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 and before you get into it, let me just let me just con- add context because I'm not sure if you watch UFC. So I mean, like you know, Nate Diaz uh, against after the second McGregor fight, get that vape pen. He's talking about CBD and the benefits of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So yeah, go and talk about this model, kind of you know, if there's any apps that are using it, etc. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, Zone and CBD. Uh, it's a CBD brand that you know brought to the market last year. I've been taking CBD Bingo. for about four years now. I rap yeah. right. CBD I went, back, you know, it's the whole thing. The dude is, you got weighs me about like 60 pounds, bro. As a kid, it's like, 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 I got in the industry four years ago uh, because it changed my life, man. Uh, football, as you know, you know, we were talking about the good years. Eventually, I'll come back and I'll talk about the hard years. My last, like the first three years were great. My last three years were tough. It's, yeah, exactly. It's because of injuries, man. And um, you know, in my six years of football, including some college students, a couple I rap, there, right? You just you rap, boom. Rap and then you just go down, right? You, yeah, carries you down. Dude, uh, you're out of this car. That's a little funny. I hope I don't get any ever again, uh, injuries or surgeries, but I would opt for a surgery uh, over, over a concussion. Yeah. Because it's that, it's that detrimental to your health, man. Um, you know, happiness is a mindset. You hear that over and over again. That's true. Because, hey, happy or What's going on, brother? Who's the go? I had to buzz out the rain, bro. But yeah, how you been, man? Shit. Long time, dude. How you been? How you been, man? Shit. Awesome. Let's go. I did play pro. Oh, it's crazy, dude. When he's that good, when he's that fucking good. Athletes are known for the mind-body connection, right? And that's what I remember. Wow, man. Marvel would make it do because they're so, you know. Stop on this again. Stop on, bro. Just hit me up, bro. I got you. Yeah, 81 Podcast. The 81 Podcast. That's DP the GOAT. All along that way. I think the... 
for me with these kids, obviously, they don't have anything. Or what? 
year I'm back to this level. <laughs> After last year, and then, and then he's like, and I'm like, hey, you don't know me, but it's like, you know, I used to watch you this and that, but I'm both back then. He's like, and like I saw, and I saw some of the fashion stuff. I'm like, okay, shit. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is this is raw, and, you know. And he's so passionately like, you know, just like, you're like the worst host ever. He's like, oh, buddy. The most talented. I just go off because. Yeah, your boy didn't even. I think he played one year. What the fuck, what the fuck was I talking? What the fuck were we talking about? Yeah, good line to Yeah, and then he balled out. Fourth, fourth round was fourth round, right? I don't. I'm not sure what round he was. But yeah, got drafted. Do you know how hard that? How, I mean, you do because you didn't play in high school, right? So that, yeah. that learning, the learning curve of not just not just the rules. Like you had game, which, right. But how to play that game. So it's, uh, we're talking about one of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. And uh, it was just a handful of days. And yeah, I went to him because I knew he was a designer. And for Carol, I told him about my story and you know, how it changed my life and you know, being a designer. He goes, all right, I got it. You know, he put me up on like, three different uh, you know, samples. And I went with the color scheme for one of them. And then I went with the design for another one. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. So got a lot of blowjobs, dude. That's oh, it's fuck. Dude, look at that shit. Like, like, yeah, can I, like, show up on the show and say I want to blowjob and ask for a PJ? Oh, yeah. And then you got the triangle, man. You got the deltas. It's going to be a symbol for change or different thoughts, right? Because, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow your mind right now. I'm missing being blown. Keep going. Because right here in the zone in on the logo, you're looking in the middle. <laughs> Some people are they're too high in life and too much energy, you know? Um, and they need to come down a little bit. Get centered with stuff. They need to come to down. I don't know. Some of us are over here. I'm dude, dude, I was about to say. His fashion design is so fucking raw, dude. Yeah. And that's what we call our product balance. So, Balance is the key to life, man. Everything in moderation, and uh, that's the key to happiness, man. And so, uh, it helps balance it out. Whatever you're lacking, uh, it's going to give you. And uh, yeah, man. So, then we got one last delta right over the eye, the forward facing delta, the symbol for play. Yeah. Right? Because we were founded by me and a lot of my friends, uh, all the graduates, and a lot of NFL, old NFL players. Who's the goat? Who's the goat? Me. I fucking love it, dude. Oh my fucking god, it's so cool. I mean, you guys, if you guys are just listening to this podcast, you can't see what I'm saying, but I'll probably put the video of this on YouTube so you can see it. Just I'll probably put a fucking snippet of it on my IG TV just so you can see this the, 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 the intricacy of this design. It's just like. I'm my mind blown, man. He's a lot of thought. Yeah. And, uh, but DeBron, you know, I mean, he, he gave the post earlier after he graduated. He's like, he's like, I, I, I'm like, hey, man, yeah, you know, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll come by and visit your fashion line. And he's like, 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 he's I mean, yeah. have you have you seen the stories where he was talking about like you know like how he's trying to creatively like envision this next line or next product? He's like, and I remember he's talking about broke Japan. He's like, I don't want to go back to broke Japan. I can't do that. I need to get here. I, he's like, I need to get a little bit. I need to get a little bit more creative. I need to get a little bit more edgy. I need to get a little bit more. I'm like, this guy's fucking like, 
It's like he's a stoned in to the fashion. Don't take it personal against me, guys. Just not gonna be back to school. You know, when we talk about QB, I know I can't play QB because I saw him play QB, and it's like, and he, I'm like, that's a standard QB, you know, and I'm like, I can't do that. But in my in my wildest dreams, I can't fucking do it. You see, Matt going throwing 25 yards, I'm good, dude. Like, like six five and a half. Hey, <laughs> 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 Manning, hashtag. Oh, I said Peyton Manning. That's supposed to be it. So fuck it. So anyway. <laughs> oh man. Man, Lofa, bro, really appreciate having you on, man. This is, this is great. I know you have to go and um, peace and blessings. And if you can, if you guys don't haven't checked it out, zone in CBD at Lofa underscore Tatupu. You know, I mean, he wants to get verified. He wants to become even more famous than he already is on Instagram. So go and follow him. Um, <laughs> it is, it is. I saw that comment about the person with a checkmark responding. Wait, what? What do you mean, checkmark? I mean, what the fuck is a blue checkmark? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it makes no sense, man. Like, it's funny because it's like, I feel like uh, kind of social media now. Like you can be like the worst player on a team. Like you were like one of the greatest linebackers of that those five years. You were like definitely I have the right to that. Had you played now, like you would have been like, dude, your shit would have been like a hundred plus K followers. And and I know and I know you don't care about that shit. I'm just oh, yeah, saying. I, I, yeah. just, I just care that the people on the other end. And I don't care about I that just shit. follow or they follow me. I know I kept you over, but I really, I just, this is just for me, it's so surreal to be talking with you, and 
100% we do it again. Everyone that was Lofa Tatupu, uh, founder of Zonin CBD, he's wearing rocking Zonin CBD shirt. You know, follow him on Instagram, follow Zonin CBD on Instagram. And, uh, you know, Lofa, thank you so much for being part of the A1 podcast. I look forward to seeing you again, brother. Right on, man. Stay blessed. Uh, you already know. 81. <laughs> I think our brother. Hey! Hey, brother. I'm out. All right. Later. Wow, 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 wow. What an interview. What a look into Lofa's journey into kind of where he is today. You know, he's known in CBD. He's incredible. You know, it's just uh, me personally, you know, to be able to kind of, you know, be just kind of tap into that um, the entrepreneurial side, kind of, you know, the holistic uh, healing side of Like I said, AD, man, coming back home to LA. So, you know, I think um, hopefully we're just going to get to pick up another pick for cheap. But aside from that, you know, nothing else uh, too extreme or too, too extravagant. You know, uh, but yeah, we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the 81 Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Fali. Follow us at 81 Podcast on Facebook or Austin Bookmaker Ali. Follow us on Instagram, Austin.c.ali. Follow us on Twitter, AustinC.ali81. For Lofa Tutubu, Lofa underscore Tutubu, for Zoning CBD, at Zoning CBD, or go to ZoningCBD.com. Thank you all once again for tuning into this episode of the 81 Podcast. And tomorrow we will have Jesus Carvajal, linebackers coach at San Jose City College, as our guest of the day. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode and uh, enjoy your Friday Eve. <laughs> all right, see y'all tomorrow. Take care. Signing off.
Because, yeah, your boy didn't even think that people tell you
rules of the game, but how to play that game. So it's we're talking about one of the most intelligent people I've ever been around, and um, he's just an absolute beast. And yeah, I went to him because I knew he was a designer, and uh, we go. I told him about my story and you know how it changed my life, and you know being in the zone. He goes, all right, I got it. You know, and he drew me up like three different, um, you know, samples. And I went with the color scheme from one of them. And then I went with the design of the third one. And I was like, yo, I want this. And he was like, yeah, all right. So we put it together. And, you know, now, so we have the logo, man. And it's in the- raw as fuck. Do you look at that shit? No, like, like- in the logo, you got the negative space Z right here for, you know, zone in. And then you got the triangles, man. You got the deltas, the symbols. That- Symbol for change or the difference of, right? Because, oh yeah, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. I'm it's being blown. Keep going. <laughs> because right here in the, if you zone in on the logo, if you look in the middle, you got this little, you got the green arrows, right? Those are triangles, green doubles. And some people are they're too high in life. They're too much energy, you know, um, and they need to come down a little bit and center themselves. They need to come to down. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Some of us are over here. I'm low energy and it helps bring me up. You know, and so because they say that balance. Balance. Yeah. And that's what we call our product, balance. So balance is the key to life, man. Everything in moderation and you know, that's the key to happiness, man. And so um, it helps balance you out. Whatever you're lacking, um, it's going to give you. And um, yeah, man. So then we got one last delta. It's right over the eye. It's the forward-facing delta, the symbol for play. Yeah. And because we were founded by, um, you know, me and 12 of my, my friends, um, you know, 12 other athletes, spanning football, uh, former NFL players, uh, major league baseball, and golf. And so just, you know, honored to be spreading the message and, and doing what we're doing. But, yeah, Gibran knocked that apart with this one, man. I fucking love it, dude. Oh my fucking god, it's so cool. I mean, you guys, if you, if you guys are just listening to the podcast, you can't see what I'm seeing, but I'll probably post a video of this on YouTube so you can see it. Just or probably post like a little snippet of it on my IG for IGTV, just so you can see this the the, the, the intricacy of this design. It's just like I'm, my mind's of, blown, man. There's a lot of thought and yeah. love. And, uh, you but Debron, you know, I mean, he he came to the coach earlier after he graduated me. He's like, yeah, he's like, I I, I hear like, hey man, like, you know, I'll go, I'll 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 come by and visit your fashion line, and he he, he, he never responded. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks, appreciate the congrats. <laughs> I just screenshot that. No, Debron, he doesn't mean anything by it. He's just, I don't know. He's an artist. He's a true artist. He really true. is. I mean, yeah. have you have you seen the stories where he was talking about like you know like how he's trying to creatively like envision this next line or next product and he's like and i remember he's
You forget where I'm from, dude. You forget where I'm from, dude. I was just like, dude, dude. Yeah, Pero, 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 pero,